five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa. I've got the one and only Mr. Breadwinner himself, Titi Chuma. Welcome to Five Nights. It's been a young minute, brother. How you feel? Ha, ha. Yeah, I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> I, I also, I also, I know, like as a comedian, you never get like a round of applause before you really do your set. But yeah. tonight, you're gonna get them, bro. Thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hello everybody. Oh man. Thank you for having I'm so excited. Uh, following the success of his first uh, one-man show, So Naive, Titi brings us the second one-man show, Breadwinner. Um, uh, we'll talk about that show, man. But, yeah. but since So Naive, I think So Naive is where I met you. Yes, yes. Um, since So Naive, what has changed in Titi's life? You've stayed the same. Your weight hasn't changed. You haven't yeah. gained weight. You haven't lost weight. No, yeah. What's I'm your a- secret? Uh, my secret is just not eating and running around a lot. You know? it, that, that's what that's what changed from so naive is that I run around a lot. You know, just uh-huh. moving around and doing different gigs. It, it's been blessed. I mean, we're coming off um, two years of COVID nineteen. I mean, we're still in the pandemic, but like we're seeing things open up. So the realities of people losing jobs and having to lose their assets. Yeah, that's that's hard hitting. Yeah, is there some of the stuff that you touch on with breadwinner? Yeah, I mean, breadwinner basically is about um, all the struggles that you have to go through, especially as a person. And and I think that people, when they heard the term breadwinner, they mm. thought I'm saying, yeah, now I've got money. I'm rich. Right? But if you look at the the, the, the post, it's actually me holding two empty wallets. <laughs> <laughs> because being a breadwinner is just affording, it's just accepting so much responsibility. Uh-huh. So it's all about like the all the hardships that you have to go through to become a breadwinner before you become a breadwinner you have to live with a breadwinner and that means like you know doing everything that the breadwinner says yes and then seeing and then being inspired by all those things you know living with with unemployed people uh, living under somebody else's uh, rules and uh-huh. and then eventually making your own rules and and becoming a bread a breadwinner living with a, with a partner all these things and it's really like just a personal story and 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 that a lot of people can relate to um about you know just being a young adult who have to, who has to go through all those things and yep. there's a lot of comedy that happens there but it's real it's yep. really real you know <clears throat> thank you so much for that you've just set us up for what the show is about <laughs> yeah. do you ever get used to people showing you love like that because you know when you are a stand-up comedian yeah. you experience it real life yeah you know the how the room smells yeah before like the show starts yeah, yeah. during the show and after the show <laughs> um you know the energy that yeah. the room has yeah when you guys are conceptualizing and you know feeling the room you gotta walk me through the emotions one goes through yeah. when they have to come up with a show a one-man show and travel the country. What emotions do you go through, bro? And how do you mentally prepare yourself? I don't imagine it yeah. to be easy. Yo, man, like, I, I think that the, the one thing I love about stand-up comedy is that it's so human. It's the most human experience that you can have. Mm. Right? The reason why people laugh is because they agree with what you're saying. You mm. know? And, mm. and that agreement also creates a kind of rapport with the, with the crowd. Mm. So you, whenever you go into that space, you always have to be human. You have to be relatable. You can't get there and say, I've got 17 billion. I mean, only a couple of people in the world. <laughs> 
even, <laughs> even if I had, I would never tell anybody. You know, Sars will come for me. You know, all these things. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, it's so human. Like you come down to every single person. Every single person is the same, and that's why the t- the show is titled Breadwinner because we were never like we were never, especially South Africans. We were never raised to be great. You know, like we were mm. never. Oh, believe. Yeah, we were never be- made to believe that we're great, and mm. we made it out of all that with all our, you know. I'm cheeky cheeky it's like we had you have to jiga here you have to like find different ways to mm. do certain things and and that is what being a breadwinner is all about and and that's why this show is so relatable for anybody like because mm. you have, always have to make it out of you know we were never taught that we, you can become great like our cartoons were not great you mm. know like as mm. children mm. you know the, the world had Sesame Street you know with all the Elmos and like Zikwe on Tagalani Sesame was a taxi driver you know as children our lives were you understand like it was a taxi driver you know that that's what we looked up to <laughs> mazu and gundi owned a tuck shop you know what i'm saying they owned a tuck shop you know like he can be a cut it's a cartoon he can be anything but like was a space ranger you know he could have been that could have been anything you wanted but they chose taxi dr- taxi driver and a tuck shop so that's that's making it out of all those situations uh-huh. and becoming you know whatever you be, whatever you are today like you becoming a radio dj yeah. becoming a comedian becoming a, a, a doctor becoming whatever you can you you made you had to make it out of the mentality of not being um of not thinking that you can become a breadwinner and that's why i'm so proud whenever i do the show because i always feel like all those people that are sitting there tickets are 150 yeah that means that it's not anybody that comes there these are people that have conquered so many things yes. and 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 i'm proud to to be around those people because i'm like these people have you know i'm not saying that if you can't afford if you can't afford <laughs> ask a breadwinner in your life to you know to, but, to sponsor the ticket yeah. but like you know sorry to 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 cut you um but like what i'm getting here is through you navigating your one-man shows and the process of bringing the show to people yeah. is having a mentality that in spite of how we were raised to believe that greatness is not something we're going to achieve, I'm going to be the example that greatness is achievable. Yes. And, oh, but, man, but I really every love that. Single person, but every single person has to have that to believe in themselves because nothing else believes in you. Regardless of what you are, oh, what man. color you are, no, like no one gets told. No kid in South Africa or in Africa, for general, gets told that you know you can make it. It's always like, you know, like it's always making it through troubles. Like oh. we always get. To- we were told about HIV, and I know it's a very sensitive topic. We were taught about HIV at five years old. What were they thinking that we, you know, yeah. you understand? Like we were taught about all these things that were trouble. Some we were never taught like your kids are supposed to be possibilities. Great. Yes, we were that are out there that are endless. Yeah. The world is your oyster. The, yes. you read about it, but you never. It's not something that you live, ladies and gentlemen. I. I it's, it's supposed to be a funny guy. <laughs> funny guy is making us dig deep. You know? But that's the thing about comedy. Um, yeah. uh, it's it's also about reflecting on those uncomfortable uh, moments in our lives. For sure. The, the moments of obscurity and, and somehow how we have lifted and picked ourselves up out of that dump, if you like. And there's so many funny things that happen that in, in that process. And I think that's what... Um, Breadwinner is all about is about discovering all those things, mm-hmm. um, and 
and and just like really putting them out there for the people i really believe in this show like smash like you know like i never i'm not a braggy person at yeah, all yeah, yeah. but this i really believe in the show nah, you I, got this bro and i really want people to come and and really experience the show because there's there's you know, you know people like were crying at the at the sec at the two shows we did people were crying and coming up and for the first time i was like i, I didn't know what to do i was like oh why why, why you hug you? them yeah uh, you yeah, just yeah. hug <laughs> when you look at the state of um stand-up comedy in south africa what is it looking like it's right now to you because I, I i'm assuming that you are also um a follower a fan yeah even though you are part yeah of stand up comedy in SA yeah i mean my favorite comedian forever in south africa will always be in pop pops you know mm, that mm. that is my boy and he's done so many so much for me and 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 for me it's like he made me realize that there's like kind of two different camps there's this there's the there's the older versions of you know stand up comedians and you know they talk about you know that's like back from the Trevor ages and mm-hmm. you know all this stuff and then there's the newer uh guys which is us and stuff and we are going into more uh like our issues you know the mm-hmm. the, the mental health mm-hmm. and and all these things that a lot of people haven't really started covering yet mm-hmm. and i think that uh for us like that new wave it has a lot of like uh resistance mm-hmm. but i know and i believe in it because a lot more people are like wanting to feel wholesome it's a very wholesome thing and that's where i am i'm always there thinking about wholesome things we're talking about things that need awareness we talk mm. we've been politically correct you know mm. for the first time in a long time entertainment is uh, in comedy rather is is making a a, a, a physical effort and a, and a visible effort to being politically correct mm-hmm. you know you can be so much more funnier you know being politically correct you don't have to call people all those you know derogatory names mm-hmm. and stuff like it you can you know be honorable on stage and still be funny and and, and yeah I, i've had you on the show and you know i think i was at the time we were talking about cancel culture and comedy yeah um which was a deep conversation very different to the conversation but i can't help but uh pick up from the nuance that you are bringing is it something that like you're like i but like times have changed bro yeah we also need to move with the times yeah i mean you can't keep fighting and saying yeah cancel culture is wrong cancel cu-. mm. it's because people are offended you can't offend people all the time mm. you know mm. Pe- like some people cannot take it affects people's mental health mm. people people you know like have serious repercussions from all these things there's people who you know end their lives mm. from stuff that you're saying and you could be saying the catalyst mm. and all you could have done is just like, but no nobody's going to you know f- uh, restrict my comedy you can you can be create you can work around creative ways of of honoring people and also you know being funny mm-hmm. and i and i know a lot of people <clears throat> might 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 disagree with what i'm saying and stuff and, and it's not just well they are know. not on air right now so <laughs> go ahead disagree <laughs> they're at home without a radio saying no this is wrong and i'm like nah, you know what i'm saying but i just think that there is creative ways to get around all these things and still honor people and still not offend any or, or try not to offend the least amount of people and if some people are offended it's also okay to say sorry and it's okay to make a human error and mm. make mistakes mm. and mm. just understand that people are making mistakes but you know i, I i'm not i'm not uh, i'm not uh, 
I'm not limited by cancel culture mm-hmm. and I'm not but I'm also aware of it and I'm sensitive towards it but it doesn't limit me at all. Oh man, that's so beautiful to hear. And and also for uh, for someone to be so aware of their surroundings yeah. and speak it so eloquently is it's really amazing to hear. So I'm I'm just thinking about a young person who's thinking of going into comedy. They look up to the likes of Chris Rock, yes. Martin um, you know, like I'm going to use the, the references from overseas and you, you bring it down to South Africa, Kakisolidija, um, uh, Comical Tepo, um, yes. uh, Mohale, um, yes. David Gow, and then you come like Trevor Noah and then you you have like Botiti and yes. Pop Pops and you're like, oh damn, these guys actually think. Yeah. They're not just there to make us laugh and, yes. and you, you you can't help it's like recently with Trevor Noah I just gotta bring him in, in this yeah. conversation when he was speaking about um, Kanye West's behavior towards you know? Kim Kim and their children perfect and, example and, and, yeah. and, and how everyone is just like Kanye is a troll so let's just laugh it off ah. yeah. but nobody actually took time to say but this is abusive you understand this is abusive yeah and this and is super <laughs> abusive Especially for so much, someone so influential. Yes. Do you know how many other people who are abusive yes. are actually taking this yes. and saying, "I'm gonna keep on abusing people." Yeah. And I love the way Trevor uh, handled the situation. And mm. I think that is that is that, that is the uh, the exact the example that I'm talking about of being empathetic and still understand. Because Trevor actually replied and he removed the thing, and he was talking about you know. Um, you man like you used to be my inspiration talking to Kanye you know and that's amazing that Trevor is like talking to Kanye in first mm, person mm. hey when I Kanye I, I, <laughs> you know so so he's talking to him and saying yo man I, you used to inspire me and this is wrong and mm. that's also just looking at the situation but he even still said what you said was funny which was like super derogatory mm. what you said was funny and but you understand you can also acknowledge all these things you don't have to have one point of view this is not Def Jam comedy jam in, mm, mm. in 1995 where mm. you know the man's perspective was the only thing that really mattered a lot of people's spe- perspectives that people weren't represented back then matter I, today all I have to say is it's a patriarchal perspective yes and we have every right today even in the future yeah. to say no to patriarchy yes do you know what I mean yes and, and it's boring and, and, and it's, it's actually boring yes and, and you, you need why not why can't I paint my nails you, you need not be shy <laughs> to say I am not for yes. patriarchy and it must end yeah man why can't I paint my why can't I wear why? lipstick also here's, here's what here's what chows me here's what chows me what business do you have in what I want to do with myself? Oh, I want. It's, it's my like, body. Oh, and, 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 and what does what does what does decorations yeah. have to do with sexuality? But anyway, um, uh, you took me there, man. I got to yeah. bring myself back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, in case you just tuned in, thank you so much for hanging out with us this evening. Yeah. Um, this is Five Nights. Uh, I'm hanging out with Titi. And Titi's got an amazing show that is currently happening. Uh, he's one-man show titled Breadwinner, a show about uh, misadventures of being a newly minted adult. In this special, he shares his hilariously relatable observations about the process of exploring the misguided zeal for life that comes with growing up. Now, we just got to give you that synopsis in case you missed, you know, the first part of the interview. (laughs) (laughs) So so is there beef? Is there beef in essay comedy? 
Because, I mean, you touched on the fact that we have different generations, three generations yeah. in essay comedy. Um, have you experienced any any weirdness? Yeah, I mean, you, you do. And, and the thing is, like, you don't talk to to beef and stuff like that. Mm. You know, a lot of people will hate you for being, not hate you, but they'll feel a bit indifferent about you for being different, you mm. know? And the thing is, is like, yo, we weren't all raised the same. We weren't all, and also there's a lot of crowds, you know, there's a mm. lot of, everybody has an audience yeah, out there. Yeah. That guy that never makes uh, people in, you know, so way to laugh. It could be making people in four ways laugh. Mm. People in four ways deserve to laugh too. You know, people in Limpopo deserve to laugh too. There's there's a representation for everything. And actually, I saw this from uh, Dave Chappelle. He said, for every single perspective, he said this on Netflix, for every single person's perspective, there's a comedian out there for you. So you just have to find it. I love that. You know, so some people, I that, really love so that. maybe I'm not your comedian. Mm. You know, I think I'm everybody's comedian. But there's certain people that might feel offended with what I say. They send people that might feel offended with what another comedian says, but another, but other comedians always feel like the person that has the more general consensus is the top dog, and they feel like they're on top of the world and they know everything. You don't yeah. have to make people laugh the same way. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, 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 I think, like that. I think my comedy is the best. I, I honestly do think my comedy is the best. Yeah. But, but. I have to think like that because I am Titsi. What I think about myself shouldn't shouldn't make another person feel less. Less, bro. Um, uh, last but not least, uh, yeah. where can we catch the show? Thank you so much for coming through and, yeah. and chatting to us. Um, um, uh, really appreciate the perspective, the insight, and the jewels, bro. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I mean, this feels home, and thank you so much for everyone for listening. And this is the the breadwinner tour. And it's moving around all the country. Uh, all all the the information is on my website. That's www.tt.co.za. Uh, the next show is next week at the Funk Bar in Four Ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Funk Bar in Four Ways. Uh, the tickets are also at Quicket. And then on the 9th and 10th of April, it's in Cape Town at a place called Pizzo's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my favorite place in, in in the waterfront. And I'm and then from um, from about July, then I'm gonna start doing all the the theaters the banya theaters around the country and then more shows to be added at the at, i mean after the the 10th of uh, april so just check my website check my my social media give and, us give uh, us the website details and the social media handles please it's, uh, www.tt.co.za and uh, social media on all social media it's at Chumia that's T-S-I-T-S-I C-H-I-U-M-Y-A Five Nights with Smash Africa Smash Africa